ain't gonna happen. All right, we're live, boys. Hey, uh, thank y'all for being patient. We're about seven minutes behind, which means we're about twenty minutes ahead of schedule, right, Ryan? Yes. Hey, welcome back to the uh, to the deal. My co-host Ryan is back with us this week, and we've got AJ McCorder with us to talk uh, Hobie BOS 2020 stuff. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Let uh, a few people jump on here since we're late. I'll try to get this shared around. If you're just jumping on, help us out and share it around. But AJ, thanks for taking the time, man. I know you've been on the road all day. Uh, excited to talk about this stuff. No doubt, we we are excited. Uh, spent a good portion of uh, the Thanksgiving week and weekend uh really finalizing some of the details locking down some stuff and as soon as we were ready we wanted to get it out to you all and as always we're appreciative of uh exclusive rights to drop the info tonight so man no i appreciate you guys um y'all have been so helpful for us allowing us to you know share the events on your platform promoting the anglers um, you know, talking about the events, uh, just giving exposure to the sport. I really appreciate you guys um, and, and, and what you guys do out there to, to help get more eyes on the sport in so many different ways. That's what we're here for, man. Keep it going in the right direction, hopefully. We're growing the sport. Isn't that the, isn't that the catch catchphrase? That's right. It's swimming in the cesspool, baby. It's still in it. It's still in its infancy. So we're in the the kiddie pool, I guess. We're, we're filling the pool. We'll use that instead of growing the sport. <laughs> well, uh, it looks like we got thirty uh, something people on here now, so they're getting caught up to our our lateness. So appreciate y'all. Uh, Steve Owens jumped on and said he loves us all with all his heart. Steve, and it ain't the yellow bellies talking. Don't leave bellies. that part out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's jump into it, AJ. I mean, uh, everybody's was blown away by how you guys finished things up with the TOC and what went down there. And, you know, a lot of the, uh, post event videos got out and people got to see that Ryan, you know, was there on site. Uh, I was there for the shootout and, and, you know, you guys put on a quite a show and it looks like it's going to be even bigger and better 2020. So. Yeah. Before we, before we jump out, uh, of 2019, just a big, Thank you to all the anglers that took a chance on us in our first year. Um, we really wanted to, to provide some unique things and some, some great opportunities for the kayak anglers, uh, just something else. And, uh, you know, I know that vacation time is uh, a little hard to come by and dollars can be tough sometimes, but, you know, people showed out. I mean, our first year we had average like 82 or 83 anglers in our six opens that, you know, stretched out all across the country. And we, we tried the little satellite events and, you know, in some places they were perfect and other places they didn't quite fit. Um, and, you know, through the whole process, we qualified some amazing anglers all over the country and really found a format that works for what we're trying to do. And that's to provide a premier experience for everybody that shows up to one of our events. And, you know, we've grown it to, to nine uh, open events this year and uh, we've got some cool, you know, formats changes and some additions. Uh, that hopefully is going to be appreciated by the anglers and uh, increase uh, participation and, and uh, you know, all those things that we're trying to do to, to help provide a, a really awesome platform for competitive kayak anglers. Yeah, I mean, I think people are, are, are pumped about hearing about some of these changes. And, you know, the schedule's been out for a little bit now. Uh, I know we're still all waiting on that, that TOC drop, uh, the new location to, to come out. But the schedule looks good. People are excited about it. I mean, uh, February can't get here fast enough for a lot of folks. Well, let, I mean, so the first event is like less than two months away. Um, you know, Seminole is like right around the corner. 
And our goal is to have registration up for at least the first three events on, uh, on Friday uh, or Saturday of this weekend. So, so registration will start. Uh, no membership fees for 2020. Uh, you pay your, pay your entry fee and, and you're in. You're good to go. Now, I will tell you, um, I'm going to drop it here first. No, no, uh, no graphics, nothing with this. But for, uh, for 2020, uh, our host tournament app will be TourneyX. Whoa, hey, look okay. out. Look nice. out. And, you know, I, I, Michael Christopher with iAngler, that, that app, and that, that guy is so instrumental to um, catch photo release fishing in so many different capacities. He does so many charity tournaments. He, he's helped so many grassroots clubs. Uh, he's, a, he's a friend of mine. He's a great guy. Um, and he's, he's really helped, uh, the Hobie Bass Open and the Hobie Bass Open series get to where it is right now. And, uh, nothing but thanks to that guy. Um, he's an awesome guy and, and really happy to have him and his option in our sport, uh, for, for what we're trying to do for the conservation of the fish and keeping track of that data. Um, but for 2020, you know, Tourney X, um, continues to improve every single year and it seems to be the 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 place where anglers feel the most comfortable and can have the most consistency on on you know in that moment and that's what we want to provide in that best experience and um, you know looking forward to showcasing that platform and um, you know our series through um, you know Dwayne Wally and, and the Attorney X platform this year. It's awesome. That's a good move for sure. Strong move and the comments are flying in after you said that. Everybody seems to be uh, pumped up. Yeah, there was, I mean, I, there's a, we have a little panel of anglers and directors and they kind of had a chance to look over some of this stuff over the last 24 hours to see anything, but I didn't, I didn't quite put that in that. So, uh, you know, I think for a lot of people, that's a surprise, um, because we've been with iAngler so long and, you know, like I said, great, great stuff over there. Really appreciative of, of those guys. But, um, you know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a move that we needed to make, uh, to help grow in 2020. Was that uh, some of the Tourney X, the new features and the live leaderboard and all that, did that play a factor? Are you guys going to try to integrate some of that? Um, yeah, you know, I, I actually, you know, pretty much have taken a year off from Tourney X. It, it, was, a, it was something that I spent a lot of time judging uh, during my time during the Bluegrass Kayak Anglers and um, really familiar with that site. But, you know, you take a year off from judging and, you know, things are different. Dwayne's been got it stepped up. He, he does a lot of things on the front um for for the viewers and the anglers but then he also does a lot um behind the scenes for the directors um so i'm looking forward to seeing the improvements that he's got on that side and um you know showcasing you know our anglers fish a little better a little more transparency there um and the live leaderboard's awesome and you know if you followed any of our events like we we really want to showcase the anglers that are up top the leaderboard that are submitting fish so it's definitely something that we're going to utilize in every capacity to make sure that the people that want to keep up with our sport and watch some of our most, uh, you know, premier events on some amazing fisheries get a chance to watch it um, in, in every way possible. And I mean, that was some of the big feedback, you know, after the TOC when we were talking about, you know, what Hobie's done and, and how much they've grown. And then when you drop the new schedule, the point is that you're listening to the anglers. You're, you're listening to the customers, if you will. And that was one of the things people said. And, I mean, that was kind of my comment, you know, to a couple guys. Like, they've listened to everything else. What makes you think they haven't heard this part, too? And, I mean, now you dropped it tonight. So, 
I mean, that, yeah. that speaks volumes. Like you're, you know, you're kind of giving the people what they, what they ask for. That's huge. You know, I, I try to, I mean, it's, it's tough cause you're never going to make everybody happy. Um, you're never going to go to events close enough to everyone. Uh, you're never going to have enough. The price isn't going to be perfect. There's so many variables, but you want to try to put it all together and provide at least something, you know, that everybody can, that will be able to participate. It's going to enjoy. And that was one of the areas that, that I felt based on angler uh, feedback that we definitely could provide a better experience. And, and not just for, um, you know, the, some of the anglers, um, you know, some of the people that were, were spectators of our sport, whether they're watching, you know, a family member or friends, um, you know, they, you know, they're, they're, I'm listening to feedback from all, all different sides because um, that's really, I mean, that's really important. We're trying to get this thing out there in front of more people and, and, and create a fan base. And a lot of people have been working hard to have a fan base and we got to do our job to promote the angler to the people that are out there watching, whether it's friends, family, potential sponsors, uh, potential, um, you know, people that are going to get into the sport. So, so that is, means a lot to us and something that we're going to continue to improve on. Well, that, that's huge, man. And like I said, a lot of people are, are chiming in here talking about how good it's going to be for the fans and people at home watching stuff like that that like to follow along. Uh, like you, I got nothing but kind words for Michael Christopher and Angler. I think that you know it's a fine, fine system. But for where you guys are going and the growth you're experiencing, I think the Tourney X move is solid and, and you know needed. So, yeah, thanks. Uh, so, jumping on to some of the new new release info, I've got some graphics that we kind of slid in here at the end of the day. We're gonna try to get them up real quick. First one, I'm gonna throw up. See if this goes okay here. Oops. There it is. Entry fees and payouts. Uh, AJ, you want to touch a little bit on some of the, the changes to the entry fees for the, the opens and the shootout and as well as yeah, the Yeah, I'll dive right into the open. So uh, in 2019, it was 205. Um, and this year, it was it's going up to 235. So the way that $30 breaks out is we are adding an extra $3 from the 35 that we added last year for $38 of the entry fee going into the TOC pot. So not a huge increase, um, but definitely going to help out at the end of the year. Um, now this year, um, you know, last year we were doing $5 for uh, iAngler. Uh, this year we've included um, the PayPal fees. You know, something that we looked at at the end of the year is how much money we use to cover PayPal fees. And we wanted to reinvest that money into other, uh, excuse me, other places going back to the anglers. So I think a little bit later when we start talking about um, you know, angler of the year prizes and structure there, you'll see some, some of those dollars going back out, but that, that $12 covers all of the PayPal fees and all of, uh, the, the X fees. And so what that also does is it is an extra $20 per event getting paid out. So we go from 165 to 185. So while it's an increase in $30, 20 of it goes to, um, you know, paying out that event. So we have higher payouts this year uh, per the uh, per the number of uh, tournament entrants. But then we also took an extra three dollars to the um, TOC payout. So that's going to improve that pot as well. And then the balance of that that twelve dollars, which essentially is just a seven dollar increase from the administrative cost last year, is going into um, the the PayPal aspect of of the you know that what we do here so that's kind of the the way it's laid out for the opens um and then right over and, and just so everybody knows jeff's going to be referencing and showing up these pictures and what we're going to be dropping tomorrow 
it's going to be visible for everybody, including our 2020 rules, is the Hobie Bass Open Series 2020 handbook. It's like 14, 15 pages. Um, Kevin Nakata, my right-hand man, has been uh, working hard out there in Cali the uh, last two days getting this stuff dialed in. Uh, it's incredibly well done, and we're looking forward to sharing that with you guys. Um, but on that, it, it, we go right into our payouts. Um, and, you know, last year we were optimistic. We really wanted to see, you know, 120. Uh, but this year, I think our, our number that we're going to see a lot more of is that over 100. So when we started our pay scale, uh, we, we started with 100 that's going to be published that you guys are going to see. Uh, so that's 10 anglers getting paid out. First is going to be getting six grand. And then <laughs> second is 3,100. Third is 1,700. Fourth is 1,450. Fifth is twelve fifty. I mean, going all the way down. I mean, the top eight are all over a thousand dollars, and tenth place goes home with nine nine hundred dollars. Um, so you know, that's definitely um, something that we wanted to even improve on. What we did last year is making sure that more money was going out to the anglers. Um, I'd love to see one hit one fifty. We're not playing around at one fifty either. First place is taking home eight grand. And, uh, you know, if we, if we mess around and hit 200 one time this year, I know, I know a couple of these regional guys have been talking smack saying, man, we're going to, we're going to max this thing out. Um, well, if you do that, someone's going home with, uh, $10,000, um, and we're going to be paying out, paying out a chunk. So, um, you know, it's all about angler participation as far as our payouts go. And, uh, you know, you guys show out and the checks represent that. I got a backyard where the big tournaments happen at. If y'all want to swing on up here, where's that backyard? Uh, Gunnersville, you want to come on down there? Man, we we would love to come back to Gunnersville. They were trying were, to hit two hundred. Come on. Hey, we we tried, man. We tried. <laughs> we we were a we were a couple kayaks short. Uh, but uh, you know, Gunnersville was an awesome host, and they're fully invested into the kayak community last year and next year. And sometimes when a community goes all in. Um, they just don't have the resources to, for the next year. And so um, those are amazing people right there. I can't wait to get back down there um, in, in early April. And, you know, it's, a, it's an awesome fishery, and they, they love tournaments, and they treat the anglers right, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing them again. Chad Foster threw in there that he thinks – he said eerie 200. He's calling the shot. Hey, I've heard I've, – Chad Foster's let me know that a couple times, and, man, I would – I would uh, love to see uh, 200 anglers show out for that event. That's going to be something special. There's going to be a lot of brownfish turned in and some big ones. Uh, that's going to truly be uh, something special. There, there's a lot of these events that I wish I was out there with you all, but that event in particular, man, uh, smallmouth in the spring, bedding fish, good night. I, I'm going to be I'm going to be having trouble judging all those fish on that one for sure. Where is Lake Erie? That's not that's not in the south, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's uh, it's up. Uh, you you go to Ohio and turn right, and then it's about halfway up on your left. Right. Ryan, Ryan, I'll, why, don't I'll, you, I'll, why don't you go up there in January and prefish? All right, I'm down. Do I need to take a drill with me or what? Yeah, a barge and a drill. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's about to be ice season for for some folks. So AJ, not next me. next yeah, thing I'm going to. Go ahead, buddy. Well, in the South, we call ice season, A-rig season. Yeah, I was going to say, it's about to be A-rig season. That's what's happen. Uh, so we'll jump down to the shootout real quick. If you don't mind, you want to keep it at entry fee. So, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, we raised the price up of the shootout a little bit this year, uh, $150, uh, but we're still paying out $100 uh, per entry at that event. 
we're going to keep that consistent $38 uh, going into the TOC pot. And, uh, you know, you've got your administrative fees. And then the, the championship's going up $100 this year, too. So from 300 to to three twelve, so just in entry fees alone from those fifty anglers, you're looking at fifteen thousand uh, dollars. We've got some great sponsor dollars um, going into that pot this year as well. And then uh, you know the anglers, y'all can do the math. You know, thousand entries over the course of the year, which is just a hundred, uh, you know, a hundred people per event. That's thirty eight thousand dollars right there. So um, we're trying to we're trying to hit some special numbers in year two. Um, and we're looking forward to getting there with you guys. Hey, AJ, let, let me uh, ask you, what was the reaction to the, you know, at the end of the year, looking back, how did the sponsors feel about how everything went for you? Um, I think the sponsors went, uh, were really happy. Obviously, there's ways that we can improve. Um, you know, we're looking forward to doing more, um, you know, live videos and some, some stuff throughout the day. Uh, we're already working on trying to get some sponsor uh, little segments that we can throw into those um, and, and share on our page. Uh, but you know, quite a few of our sponsors, uh, man, they're happy. Um, they, uh, they sent more than we asked them for, um, and, and created an awesome prize package for our champions, uh, at, at the, the TOC, uh, you know, 50 anglers went home with a bag that was probably worth, you know, three, $400. That's um, awesome. and it was, it was great. And, you know, that just kind of, you know, those sponsors were, already, we'd already been through them all year. They've been supporting the event all year. And we just threw that out at the end and they, they showed out. And, you know, a lot of those sponsors are invested for more, um, in, in 2020. Uh, we've got some new sponsors that we're going to be dropping here soon. Um, but we've got a great supporting, uh, cast of people out there that believe in what we're doing. They want to invest in it. They want to see it grow. Um, and you know, we couldn't do what we're doing without their support. So, the sponsors have been huge and, and for everybody that participates, participates in an event, uh, gets a prize, uh, get something like that. You've heard it before, but you know, say thank you, let that company know. And, and if you get something and you like it, you know, let people know, buy it again. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, that's what it's all about. Um, we, they want to get their product to the people that could like it and they're using our platform to showcase it. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate their efforts and I know you guys do too. And your platform has such a positive connotation. When you talk to anybody after they've left a Hobie event, there's not a question, you know, how, how it was ran, what the experience was, because you make it so angler-focused. Even, like you're saying, the updates throughout the day, you know, you're putting the spotlight back on the anglers. Like, the, you know, the weigh-in, the captain's meeting, it's all, it's all angler-focused. And I think, you know, you guys stayed on that road, then your sponsors are going to continue to grow because they're going to have that, you know, positive light shed on them and the product yeah i i agree absolutely um and, and that's something we want to improve on um you know moving into to year two and, you know we look back and and you know you all will tell us if we're doing something wrong you know somebody will let us know those screenshots live forever but um you know <laughs> the uh it, it's hard to be a harder critic um in this whole thing than i am on myself um i, I have really high expectations for this series and I have um, really high expectations for the sport. And I've been given an incredible opportunity um, to lay some things out there for, for our anglers to grow within the sport. And, um, you know, I, I'm really hard on myself. I really want this thing to be as, as successful as possible because this platform can take, take anglers to amazing places. We've seen it already with the Hobie Bass Open on Kentucky Lake. That was just one event a year. 
Um, now we're putting a whole series out there, going all over the country. We've got a, an amazing championship, and uh, I'm just—it's—it's it's just really exciting to see where this thing's going to roll out to. And the Hobie World's qualifying spots. I mean, that's a huge, huge goal on on anybody's list to qualify for that. Yeah, yeah. That you know, and, you know, it's funny because like you know, the Bass Open series has turned into this very high level, competitive, uh, solid return on investment, cash payout some great financial incentives there, but this like cherry at the end of this thing is world spots. And, you know, the world's event is a completely different feel. You know, the competitive levels of, of the highest level that you've ever experienced, but the camaraderie and just the, the fellowship at that event is, is something really unique. And there's, there's not any cash payout on that event. Um, but it's just such a, such an awesome opportunity um, for somebody to qualify and represent their country and uh you know get to get to be a part of that so we're really happy to to provide some anglers uh that now something that that isn't um you know that's going to change a little bit this year we'll touch a base on a little bit with that um through to that tonight's um live but we you know because we added so many events the winner of every event is not going to qualify for the hobie fishing worlds anymore um we've got we've got a smaller number um that that we've been allotted this year um you know, similar to last year's number, but we, we had to find incentives. So, so we'll share some of those uh, qualifying spot opportunities with you a little bit later. Um, but just know going in that not every open event, um, or right now any open event, um, has a qualifying spot associated with it. But we're looking to have a couple in there. So we'll, we'll announce those at a little bit later date. Scott Ehrlich, Ehrlich just asked, are we using Tourney X now? Are you using yes. Yes, we are. Over. Isn't that the guy that says that every time? Over, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. I'm surprised that Scott didn't ask if we were going to have uh, motors, but I'll just go ahead and let let somebody know. Hopefully, we don't hurt our attendance so uh, of this live feed. But uh, for 2020, we are maintaining pedal and paddle only for competition days. Pre-fishing is still good, though, right? Yeah, pre-fishing is still good. Now, we did make one little change for the practice period. So those of you that like to use your uh, – your, the practice period doesn't start on Saturday. It starts on Monday now. So the weekend prior to the event um, does allow you to fish um, other vessels if you would like to. Um, but Monday before the event is when, um, you know, you have to be using a kayak um, in, uh, you know, within our rules uh, to prepare for the tournament. And we did that. You know, I, I've got a really good uh, communication line with the guys that are, are, are running some things behind the scenes at, you know, for bass and the Monday is their start of uh, practice day. And I think it, I think it just helps to have some uniformity and people working together to help uh, create less confusion uh, in the sport. And if everybody knows they got to leave the, leave the John boat or the Ranger at the house uh, come Monday, then uh, that makes it easier on me as a tournament director and the anglers to know what's up. Yeah. And it's also easier, probably easier to police anything. Anytime you make something easier to police, it's easier on the TDs themselves. So, Yeah. Uh, did you already touch on the TOC payout or did we get there yet? Uh, we don't have the TO, we, we didn't touch on the TOC payout. You know, the TOC payout is, um, you know, angler driven. So, I mean, you know, we've got, we've already got $15,000 in entries from the 50 anglers. And then like, if you, you know, do a hundred anglers, um, that's $38,000 added to that. Um, so, you know, carry the one, you get a nice little number there and then, you know, we've obviously got some sponsor dollars that we're 
going to add to that this year. So, you know, we'll have some more information. We're going to have a TOC release uh, here in the next couple weeks. So we look forward to having a, a pay scale published if we hit a certain number of tournament entrants. Um, so that way anglers can know. And we're going to, you know, blast that out all year. So when Sentinel rolls down and we're, you know, got 120 or 130 out there in February uh, catching giants, um, you know, we're going to know how much money is already in the the toc uh a few weeks later when we're at lake fork doing the same thing um now i've heard a lot of people saying lake fork's gonna blow up this year uh there's some communities out in colorado and, and new mexico uh that said they're bringing they're bringing the club they're bringing everybody so um i know the arkansas guys show out uh and and i've had a lot of texas guys message me and tell me that um, they're looking forward to, uh, to, to they, they just don't want to miss it this year. Uh, they missed it last year. And so we, we're coming early. Uh, we're bringing, bringing in Lake Fort for some huge bass. So, you know, we could be sitting with some serious dollars already invested uh, into the TOC and it's still, it's still February. So I, I heard those uh, Tennessee boys are going to come over Lambert and Marshall and some of them may make the trip, huh? Mm. Who's Marshall? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's baby, baby brother. If we make that trip, we're going to need a big cooler. I'll say that. <laughs> and somebody to drive. <laughs> All right. No, so. I'd like to get out there. Clifton Allen, KBN's newest member, uh, he, uh, he put out the invite earlier this afternoon. He's trying, to, he's trying to drum up some business for Fork. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, Clifton Allen. Clifton said there's 515 cabins. Yeah, he's in, the, he's in the comments. Everybody welcome Clifton back to the group page. Uh He's back in there, solid. It's gonna be a good few days, folks. So AJ, next slide I got keyed up here is is the Angler of the Year breakdown, which is a new thing, and it, you know Ooh. it's a pretty awesome uh, setup. So I'm gonna pull that up real quick and let you kind of touch on that. All right. So you know y'all gave y'all heard the hint um, when we were sitting at uh, that nice little establishment in in Gunnersville um, a few months ago. Excuse me, and and yeah, I said three events. Well. AOI is the culmination of four events. Um, it is three opens and the tournament of champions. So the biggest thing that, you know, obviously anybody that's competing for the angle of the year at that point, is going to be at that event with our new, uh, with our new structure. Um, and so I wanted everybody that's fishing AOI to compete against each other. Um, I think that really separates, you know, some things out there where, you know, you might have some regional opportunities, but, you know, certain people just didn't compete against other people all year. Well, if you want to win Angler of the Year in this event, in this series, you're going to have to beat everybody that's coming for you on the same body of water, the same weekend, in the same conditions. And that's that's what's up right there. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be really difficult. Um, and that's why somebody's going to go away with some awesome prizes and some cash. Uh, so y'all are looking at it right now at the bottom. First place is going to go on with 5,000 cash. Uh, a rigged custom Hobie Pro Angler 14360 that will be worth well over five thousand um, dollars, and sideways. and a Hobie Fishing it does go sideways and a Hobie Fishing World's invitation. Um, so first place is going to be huge. That's where it's uh, that's what's up. I mean, it, you know, the world's is it, that spot is the culmination of a season. I mean, I'm talking four solid finishes against some amazing competition. If you've invested that time and effort into this series and you've had good enough, uh, you know, performances to, to win that, you're going home with an awesome prize package and some cash. Um, second place is uh, $3,000 cash. Um, we'll have a prize package with that. 
um, as well through some of our sponsors and then Hobie Fishing World's invitation for that. And then third place is $2,000 cash prize package and another Hobie Fishing World's invite. So the top three AOI have an opportunity to win uh, a, a chance to represent their country and go home with them some cash and some great prizes. Wow. What a setup. Let, let me ask you, I threw that graphic back up there. Did mm -hmm. you put, did you guys put those vice grip toes of Christine's center of the picture on purpose? Or <laughs> what was the, the... Oh man. No, no, I'm sure, I'm sure she wished that that picture uh, would just go away. But um, you know, I don't, I don't think that was on purpose, but uh, you know, it's amazing how, how uh, just visible they are in that picture. Now that we're all looking at them, which is a little creepy. She, she's probably going to stab me. In, she's probably going to stab me in the throat for that one. Next time. I see yeah, yeah. He's going to have toe marks around his neck. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing this hoodie already. <laughs> Domestic violence is real. She's in the comments throwing the hate at me. I'm sorry. Oh no! Oh, uh, big shout out, man! It's a day after her birthday. She's, she's a, a happy birthday to Christine. Uh, you know, we 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 play this uh, director angler thing all the time. It's really difficult, but uh, she's an amazing angler. It's been awesome to watch her have success this year. And happy birthday to her. Um, I, even though I don't get to act like it because I'm running these events, I'm I'm a huge fan of what she's doing and and um, just really appreciate what she's doing out there as an angler as well so oh, yeah. big and shout that, out and the way you guys pull that off it's the ultimate in professionalism so we appreciate y'all yeah we act like we don't there. know each other for a straight week it's a little <laughs> awkward a little a little hard but um you know that's the only way that we can make it work and and uh you know appreciate everybody for for understanding how difficult of a situation that is and how how important working through that for both of it is she says you ain't gonna get out of that hole you just dug <laughs> Yikes. that's on me my bad Man. <laughs> All right. Whoa. I'm gonna throw this graphic up again. This is the the prize. Uh, you talked about the custom pro angler for the AOI, but what about that other kayak over there on the left of this graphic that you're going to be giving away? So I'm not seeing that graphic. So you got that graphic of that custom color Hobie up right now? Yeah, it's coming. It's a little delayed on the live stream, but it's Ooh. up for me. Yeah. So. So we we I mean y'all seen our graphics? We got this orange and black theme going on and. Uh, you know, we make kayaks that have orange and black in it. You know, it's kind of crazy. So we decided to put them together and only make two of them. Uh, one is that custom Hobie PA-14 that's going to go out to our top AOI. But the other one is an Outback in that same color, um, orange and, and, and black blend. I, I don't know. We'll call it Boss Camo. Um, and we're going to give that away just to a random participant so you can earn a chance to win that kayak just by signing up and fishing one of our events you can win up to 10 or i'm sorry earn up to 10 chances so every event that you come to you earn a chance to win that kayak um and we'll draw for that kayak um at the tournament of champions and we'll figure out the logistics of how we have to get it to you if you're there we'll make that easy if you're not there we know how to get kayaks all around the country and uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. But um, that's a that's an anybody thing. Um, you know, another value well over three thousand dollars, an awesome fishing platform to complement what you already have or to to upgrade from what you have. So, um, you know, just a way of us to kind of give back um, to the people that are investing in us um, with a really, really awesome, unique, one of a kind uh, color blend in, in an awesome fishing platform. That looks like it has Eric Siddiqui written all over it. I mean, it's Bengals colors, but it's so <laughs> orange and black you could actually be proud of. 
And then, I mean, Eric, Eric could use a, a little love to the kayak, man. He, <laughs> I know he's going to get the duct tape and the JB weld off that one. But, I mean, there it is. There's two opportunities. Eric Eric invests the time in fishing with us, and, and everybody knows he's going to be in the hunt at the end of the season. So, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of anglers gunning for that thing. I think that might be one of the hardest boats to win, to get all year. Um, there's only going to be one. Only one person is going to go home with that thing, and it's going to be an incredibly awesome thing that we're really excited to offer to our anglers. Christine said it comes stock with a 47-pound bag of plastics just for sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> At least 47 pounds. That's a light day. <laughs> That's at the end of the season. Guys, throw your, fire your questions out there. We've, we're, we've been sitting between 85 and 100 people on the stream all night. We appreciate y'all. If yeah. you're just getting on, you know, hit share so that people in your local club can, can check out this info. But if you have any questions specific for AJ or, or what you know what's going on in 2020, throw the throw the comments in there for us. Steve-O asked if you were going to have stickers that are easier to remove from the bump board. Steve, I don't think so. I think once you're in on the BOS, you're committed. You're locked in. It's kind of like a tattoo. They, uh, <laughs> they, they do. I mean, it's funny. Some of them come off pretty, pretty quick. Some of them don't. Uh, we're definitely going to keep checking boards. Um, I think that's a big part of, of what we do on Friday nights is important for our sport to make sure everybody um, is coming in with a good board. It's, it's legit. Um, it's not about to crack as soon as you throw a fish on it, things like that. Um, that we're looking for and um, you know something about that sticker I mean it, it really helps us make sure there's a constant at the end of that bump we're all looking at that that fish mouth to make sure it's closed and having having that contrast back there um, is extremely important to us to make sure that that mouth is as closed as it needs to be to get a full score and I know you the the handbook that you guys let us get a little sneak peek at it's got all the rules in it um, mm -hmm. We don't want to go over all that, but there are there any changes? I'm, I'm assuming it's still the same measuring boards that are going to be allowed this year compared to last. Yeah, yeah. Just the, the catch and the, um, the hog trough, um, you know, they're both great measuring devices, but it's all about angler maintenance. I've seen hog troughs where that no one's, you know, blacking their lines. They're extremely dirty. They're cracked in 30 places. And, you know, I've seen catch boards that have never seen a washcloth. And let me just tell you, like, when there is fish slime all the way down that board, you don't see the numbers. You don't see the lines. So something um, anglers need to kind of focus in on 2020 is making sure that they have a clean board um, or at least visible. Um, you know, it's just it, – there's some out there. I'm not going to throw any names out there because, um, you know – George is on here. What's that? Jordan's on here right now. He's <laughs> no, it, it's yeah. I'm not gonna. It's not Jordan. There's there's some other Tennessee anglers out there that just uh, they just need to clean their board off and make make judges' life easier all across all across the the, the different tournament entities, man. Because it is it is tough. I'm just saying. <laughs> Marshall asked where the TOC location was, and Christine said, you don't need to worry. There's no roll downs this year. Dead. <laughs> 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 so, hey, boy got in on a prayer, but he took a check on him. That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's funny how things it's funny how things work out. Um, you know, Matthew Brandon would have loved to have been there. He earned that spot at Gunnersville, but there was only one angler all season that was was next up in two different opportunities, and that was that was Jordan. And so it was kind of unique how it went to him because he finished one spot out in two events, was right there. Um, and everybody knows he's a heck of an angler, and sometimes it comes down to a quarter of an inch. Um, and you know, when you're given an opportunity. And, you know, you got to take advantage of it. We had an extra angler get to fish the shootout and they did the same thing. So, you know, it's a uh, anytime, anytime that there's an extra opportunity given, um, you know, take what you're given and, and, and take advantage of it. Hey, uh, uh, so Clifton asked a question. How strict are you on lines being too thick? He's tired of seeing fish accepted on boards with one eight inch thick lines on hog troughs. Um, you know, I've been judging fish for quite a while and you know, it's just, you can see past the, a lot of times you can see where the actual bump is on the hog trough. Um, and, and John looking at that, um, and, and there's been people that have brought their board to board check. And I was like, man, this needs to be your backup board. Um, and they buy a new board and they, they reline it and I give them good advice. And, you know, some of these people, they're not trying to take advantage of the system. They just, the first time they ever on their board, they didn't know why, what they were doing or why that made it difficult on anglers. Now there's always people that are trying to, to do stuff, but that's why we want to check the boards. Um, you know, we have some verbiage in our rules again, that, that asks, you know, anglers to not, um, you know, overly shade their, their, their little bumps there. Um, and, and that's what we're looking for too. But, but it's amazing how well you can see a tail lie on the, that raised area on a hog trough. Um, especially it's just got a different look to it. So, um, you know, we're, we're pretty strict, um, on judging and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that's going to lighten up anytime soon. Hey, you guys are, uh, you know, thorough on the board checks. I know that when I was in line there at, the, at a couple of your events, you're having to peel stickers off people's bumps cause they can get an extra eighth of an inch with the thickness yeah. of stickers on there. Yeah. Putting stickers on, it's a, it's a, you know, it does. And, and so, you know, there's kind of a fine line between, you know, a couple stickers and like, you know, six. Um, and, and also like if they're peeling off. So that's something that we're going to be kind of looking at a little bit more, a little more, uh, you know, thorough this year. Um, but we're just trying to make sure that no one's measuring device is giving them um, an advantage. And that's, that's really the whole point of that. And it's just um, angler education on, you know, good practices and, you know, things like that. So, you know, we do that. It gives us a chance, Kevin and I, a chance to interact with our anglers um, through the registration process and gives them a chance to kind of ask questions if they're uncomfortable about something or just not sure what, you know, our format is, if it's their first time. So we really like that. We really like the networking aspect of our Friday night rules meeting. Um, a lot of good stuff's come from that. It's a really good time. Uh, we feed the anglers and uh, just really try to create a, a great experience um, before your first line's even been wet. Hey, and a big shout out for feeding the folks at the shootout this last time around. That look, I mean, a little bit of food. I mean, even if it's just ham sandwiches, it's a huge deal to people that are that are getting ready to go out there. It's a nice touch that y'all had all season. Well, thank thank you. Is uh, you know, little things go a long way, and, and you know, there's you know, we're gonna try to um, do as as good as we can to feed our our championship anglers, but there's always gonna be at least one meal at every event that we have, um, and then some events might have more. Um, you know, based on the, the support and the deal that we've worked out with those communities. Um, you know, some, some of these events, you know, in format are all going to be the same, but you might notice some experience, 
stuff that one event might have over the other. Um, and that's just, you know, some of these communities, it's their first time ever dealing with a kayak tournament and they're not sure what it means. They're not sure what to do. They're not sure about any of it. And, you know, for those anglers that are traveling around the country and, and chasing opportunities and doing this stuff, just remember that like, wow, the kayak world to us is something that we're all familiar with and, and fully immersed into a lot of these people don't understand our sport and they don't understand what we're out here traveling to do. Don't ever miss a chance to share the sport and these things with other people because we're, there's never an, uh, not an opportunity to, to educate somebody on what we're doing out there and, and help, help them, you know, see a different perspective and why, um, you know, our catch photo release stuff, like, you know, for conservation of fish, like, that is a phenomenal thing that we do. And I think it gets kind of lost because it's, it's normalcy for us. Um, it's, it's, it's regular, but for everybody else at Bass Fishes, they don't understand it. So, you know, take it, take an opportunity to share that with somebody, show them, show them tourniquet, show them my angler, show them what that looks like, show them how we do tournaments. And you never know where that might go down the road. Um, let me talk to you about something that, you know, Bassmaster, you guys were involved with them all year from a exposure standpoint. They were, you know, throwing out post-tournament recaps and, and did a lot of the press releases for uh, Hobie. Well, then now Bass Nation has come out with their own circuit. Did you guys work together uh, before the schedule came out this year, or how'd that go? Um, yeah, Bassmaster is a great – we've been using Bassmaster as a uh, media outlet for years. Um you know, pretty much every year for the Hobie Fish or Hobie Bass Open, and even the Hobie Fishing Worlds when it was in Texas, like eight years ago, it was Bassmaster. It was on their site. They were covering the event, and that's media, and and that's something that we invest into to give our anglers a platform uh, for them to see. Now, as far as the bass goes, I think that's a little bit different group of people. Um, you know, same you know same emblem in the corner there, but um, the guys at Bass, um, you know, they didn't tell me a lot i didn't really know what was going on um there, there was a lot of reading between the lines because there's ndas out there but right. um they they reached out and um i really appreciate them respecting our organization um and wanting to make sure that we didn't have um regionally affected conflicts and i know there's some conflicts out there and it's tough I understand that. I mean, it, there's just, there's so few weekends and there's so many opportunities that you can get on certain lakes and, but, but we really tried hard to make sure there were no regional conflicts. Um, and, and we, we, we did that and we had some that if we hadn't communicated could have been a little difficult for our anglers, um, and very difficult for some host communities, um, that we were able to work through. And, you know, it's having the ability to, to have that communication with people in our sport, um, that are wanting to grow this thing the right way and, and really work hard behind the scenes to make sure there aren't conflicts. Um, you know, it says a lot about what they, um, you know, what this sport means to them and, and how they care about, um, you know, how we're going to grow this thing moving forward. Yeah. That's good to hear that, that, you know, it wasn't a, uh, leave you out in the cold kind of situation that they reached out and tried to work with you guys and, and, and make it work, you know, uh, trying to get back in some of these comments. Some guys throwing some, uh, Jareth throwing shade at people's beards. I've been, growing, I've been growing mine for like two weeks. Dang. I got nothing. Yeah. Well, Jareth, Jareth lives in Nebraska, so you got to grow it all year just to get through the winter. Yeah. A little, <laughs> little face sweater. 
So, so speaking, I mean, what's your opinion on uh, on the BASS deal yourself, AJ? I know we, you know, man, everybody's kind of weighed in on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited to fish these things, man. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get to two. And, I, I mean, two has me excited. I would like to get to more, but there's I'm going to, you know, be doing some other things those particular weekends, um, like, you know, running an event across the country. But, man, like, Logan Martin's got me jacked up. Um, I, I was stuck in traffic traveling uh, from Galveston to Atlanta on Sunday, and we just happened to be stuck on the bridge on Logan Martin heading across Alabama. And, you know, it didn't look that great, you know, being drawn down, sitting on the road. You're not able to see much, and I think it was blowing 30 and white caps. But, man, getting to participate in that type of event is going to be special. There's going to be a lot of great kayak anglers there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm really interested to see what kind of uh, carpet uh, bass is going to roll out for the kayak anglers um, because they know that, 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 you know, that we're hungry and that we want to see this thing. And um, I'm also going to get to fish Chickamauga. Um, any chance you get to get on Chickamauga is exciting. I don't care what tournament you're fishing or if it's just fun fishing. Like knowing that you're fishing a lake where they catch, you know, 100 plus, you know, you know um, like official 10 uh, 10 pound plus fish a year is just special. Like any cast could be a PB and, and then the next cast could also be your next PB. It's just, that's an awesome lake. May's going to be on fire. Um, it's going to be fun. So I'm hoping that I can get qualified through those two. Um, I love to, love to get on stage, love to, love to show out. Um, but it's going to be tough at one day tournament. Um, you know, you got to strike, you got to strike quick and, uh, you know, hope that you're on a big limit. A lot of times we see things even out in two-day tournaments. One-day tournaments, you just got to catch five. Like, you just got to get those five bites, and you don't have to worry about saving any fish. You just got to put them on that day. And I think those two lakes specifically are going to put up some big numbers. I'm looking forward to it. I can so see I it. I, in, I can... in my opinion, I think the one-day tournament format is a little harder, pre, you know, pre-planning. Like, you can swing for the fences, yes. But if you miss, then you're done. You don't have a day two that you can, you know, you can't put up five real quick and then say, all right, I'm going to go out here and, and, you know, try to chunk up some 20s. Like, you got to make sure you have a pretty, pretty solid limit of fish on a, on a one day. Uh, and I prefer the two day format because it's a little more of a mind game. Yeah. But a one day, you can really cut your legs off in a hurry. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. I, th I think they're going to be great, man. I I'm excited to see the the Bass Nation State stuff develop a little bit more. I know that it's um, you know just getting started, and there's um, you know they're trying to get some more information out on that, and um, you're seeing some stuff pop up, and man, that's great. I mean, the the grassroots of this thing is is so important, and and giving these anglers an opportunity at home or at their home state, home waters, you know, close traveling distance to to not just compete but to compete for something bigger it's just awesome man I'm, I'm really excited to see it grow um having having an entity like bass um want to do something for kayak anglers is is uh man it's just exciting to be a part of i think i think that it's gonna be a fun year for kayak anglers let me tell you what i can see it in aj's eyes that he's fired up about getting to fish the tournaments i mean i am dude i, yeah. I, I, I like the fish i yeah, just man. you know it's uh when I when I ran the club here in Kentucky, I, you know, I I I do everything in the morning, in the afternoon, and had some great helpers that judge fish all day. Um, but I got to fish. I got to be one of the guys, um, and 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 get out there on the water, which is the you know my passion uh, through all of this. 
Um, but you know, when the opportunity to run the Hobie Bass Open came up, and now the Hobie Bass Open series, um, you know, there's just no time for that, and and it, there's no, you know, I don't even get hard to get on the water before the event, um, and very rarely after. So, you know, I just have to live vicariously through all you all, and um, love hearing your guys' stories and your and your your, you know, everything that involved with your trip because um, it's a, it's it's definitely a work trip for me. So anytime I get to, to switch gears and, uh, you know, get the pre-fish on and get out there and, um, you know, submit some fish, hopefully, is uh, it's just fun for me. And that's what it's all about. I love it. Um, I love fishing. I, I think I'm going to fish four tournaments this year. Um, there's been some months in the past where I fished four tournaments in a month. So, uh, But I, I think I've got it to four unless, uh, unless Steve-O throws me a little winter treat next year that I'm in town for. Uh, you know, we were talking about that today, matter of fact. So, um but yeah, I think I'm gonna fish. Uh, get started on Logan Martin. Uh, gonna try try my hand at the the, the national championship. Um, then I'm gonna be able to go to the Chickamauga event. Um, so two bass events right there. And then uh, I've been I've been talking about it for years, but it's never worked out. Uh, I'm gonna try to make it up to the Border City Classic. Fish with Rich Offner and those guys. Uh, I know they're excited to bring that event back. Uh, the opener for Canada and. Lake St. Clair is a phenomenal fishery, so I think I'm going to try to go and fish that one. So there's my tournament schedule for next year. I, I, I couldn't be more excited for all four of those events. Just getting to getting to fish is uh, it's a, it's a rewarding thing these days. Well, man, I hope you dropped a hammer on them. I know everybody uh, is well aware of, of how good of an angler you are, and, and you sitting out for the, the Hobie events to, to you know be the tournament director is much appreciated. Everybody uh, and appreciates the job you're doing. If there was a KBN Sportsman of the Year, I bet you'd be right up there as, as to be in uh, one of the guys that would, would get that or get nominated for it. So we appreciate you, brother. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, giving me credit. I, I haven't really earned that credit this year, so I know I'm not going to be making it back into the K, uh, KBN uh, Angler of the Year race. Um, hey, but hey, hey. I, I saw you on stage in Hot Springs. Don't Don't throw that at me. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, yeah. But I'm just saying when this, when this, when y'all start a tournament director, uh, uh, you know, rankings, I, I just hope I'm, I hope I make the list. And I think you probably accomplished more this year than anybody else has. And hats off to you for that. Now, it doesn't matter that. if you got a fishing pole in your hand or not. What happened this year was huge. And and you can see from BASS jumping in. I mean, it's starting to take notice. Like there's there's things outside of kayak fishing starting to happen, and that's. That's what we all need, and that's what's going to move us forward. I think kind of with the platform you guys set forward and what BASS is stepping in to do where it's a kind of a separate deal with the kayak tournaments. It's not some baby brother stuff, and they're really going to, you know, have a media team cover all this stuff. That's huge. That's a huge I thought Ryan was fixing to say game changer. We just lost Huge job. Oh. You're back. You're back. We got you. It's a game changer. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously though. No. I mean, that's it's awesome the way the way everything's moving in the right direction. Uh, that's that's what we needed. Appreciate it, man. It's looking really good. And I just saw on here, <laughs> Corey Dreyer, former Hobie pilot. Corey Dreyer is going to come fish some Hobie events. That's right. You heard it. You wow. Heard it here first. Was that man? That's exciting, man. It's good to see Corey. I know Corey has a has a uh, very. Uh, time-consuming job and a, and a, and a big family and um you know it's tough but uh 
it's always always good to see see him around at these events. So I had to I had to put one in in his home state. So hopefully he'll be at that one. But uh, be good to see him, man. It'd be good for him to see what these Hobie Series events are all about. Yep, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him on the road. Anybody else out there get any questions? We don't want to keep AJ all night. I know it's late out there uh, east of the Mississippi, right? Um, one one of the one of the big things that um, that's not too late. I mean, ten thirty, you know. But the uh, remember how old I am, AJ? Uh, was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget, man. You act young like the rest of us, man. Um, one of our big rule changes uh, this year, rule additions, is um, you know we we wanted. You know, this is angler safety is of our first priority and fish conservation is second. Um, and one of the things that we felt needed to be improved on in our format is um, the release of the fish. I mean, that's that's what we preach, that catch photo release. Um, so before fishing, casting, anything can resume, the fish that you caught has to be released. So... That is that is that is for the fish. That is that is for making sure that we are taking care of our resources. Um, you know, you see, you know, pros. I mean, even whether it's MLF or, or a, a way tournament, they've got to get that fish off the hook. They've got to put it in the box before they can go fishing again. So, you know, that's kind of what we're trying to do is implement that right sequence of events to make sure that the fish is taken care of. It's not hanging out on the side of the boat for you know an hour. Um, you know, whatever that doesn't need to be happening in our sport. Um, and that's something that we, we have added into our rules for 2020. Um, it is catch photo release, and then you can get back to it. No, no holding one on schooling fish or anything like that. No, no more of that. But like, if you're catching, um, if you're catching, you know, two, three, four at a time on an A rig, um, you know, you take care of your fish, you can you know, but you're going to, before you start fishing again, uh, you're you're gonna uh, get that fish taken care of and released, um, and then you'll be good to go once they're all back into the water. Christine asked how many rules are inspired by individual anglers. Uh, there are there are a few. There are some some rules in there that have have uh, little nicknames. Yeah, uh, behind <laughs> behind closed doors. Um, she's not she behind can't. those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She needs, yeah, to, yeah. Hey, she needs to jump out from behind that door and just say that on camera. I want to see it. She can't keep her toes off the keyboard. I, <laughs> I thought we were safe. I thought it, I knew it was past her bedtime. I figured she'd be out for the count. <laughs> well, so, so you you don't have you don't have any kind of insight on where this toc might be. No, I'm going to drop two hints tonight. I'm going to drop two hints, and we're going to have a release. Two hints. It is not a state that is represented on our current schedule. Okay. Alaska. And uh, that's one. But to, but to narrow it down even more, it is a, um, a, a former host uh, city of the Bassmaster Classic. Uh -huh. So so not only is, is it a state that's not represented on our current schedule, but it is like ultimate championship waters. Um, and, and so we're – we're excited to release that out. We got that finalized right before Thanksgiving. It was a, a very little, uh, big Thanksgiving Day uh, a gift to myself uh, and all the people that were working on that. And we can't wait to share that with you all um, and get some more information about the, the culmination of what this season is all about and uh, where you guys will be competing in, in, for the championship and, and Angler of the Year for 2020. 
I like it, man. Stacy Martin wants to know, is it warm water? Well, <laughs> well you know, it's, it's, uh, it could be, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. You know, it, that time of year, that's the cute, cool thing about November. I mean, and, and, and pun intended, I guess, but like, you never know what kind of weather you're going to get. Like it could literally be snowing. It could literally be 80. Um, and that's going to completely change the pattern. And that's, it's kind of an equalizer um, at the end of the year because it's really hard to like, if you're a local, I mean, we've all been locals on our home waters trying to figure out what the fish are doing in November. And it's like, man, what is going on? They're not on the winter pattern. They're not where they were last week. They're not, you know, it's, it's that weird fall transition. And depending on what happens, um, you know, fishing wise or, or weather wise, the week before the event is going to completely change the weather and the fishing the the fish were on top water at Washita the week before. And then it was a grind for the tournament. The day um, before they were on yeah. top water the day before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That rain and that cold front came through and that can happen anytime. I mean, I've been down at the original tournament of champions down Lake Fork and it's like 28 degrees, the launch for day one. And I'm trying to figure out if I have gloves in my truck and, and figuring out if I have any cold weather gear because it was 80 all week. And, you know, I was in Texas feeling good. And so that's, you know, anywhere we go in November, you know, it could potentially have, have some weather um, drastically changing the fish. Um, but, you know, I would love to see good weather and, and warm enough water for Stacy to be with us. Stacy's gonna have to qualify first. That's what he really needs to worry. Well, about. We, you know, we've given we've given some more chances this year. So, you know, in case people aren't aware of that, um, you know, I'll, I'll reiterate that again. So, first, second, and third um, of non-qualified anglers in every open are going to earn their shot to be in the TOC, and then we're gonna take um, the top twenty um, in our points. Um, and that's going to be good for, uh, 47 anglers. And then we're going to take two at the shootout, which is going to be the day before, um, the, <clears throat> now and I'll touch on that too. So the shootout, um, to fish the shootout this year, you have to have participated in at least one BOS event in 2020. So that was some great angler feedback that I got and they wanted uh, to see that, um, you know, kind of be implemented. And I, I agreed wholeheartedly. I felt like, you know, with it just being a one day shot, we wanted people that have invested some time into our series. And, uh, you know, that gives that, those people that shot and kind of narrows it down a little bit. Um, but right now we've got two spots available. If somebody's a last minute cancellation, um, you know, that'll go to the shootout. If, it, if it's a week of, and we had, we had at least one angler that canceled uh, the week of this year, and so that was one more spot that we were able to give out, and that kind of ensures that we have our 50 anglers uh, competing. Got people guessing on locations. They're throwing Oklahoma out there, Grand Lake. I would say that's a zero because of the rules on those lakes over there in Oklahoma, especially Grand Lake. That's a good guess, though. I mean, there's going to be some good guesses out there. Um, I'm sure some people are going to guess right. Um, but we're not gonna, uh, we're not gonna have anything released because, wow, I didn't say, you know, I said host city. So, um, you know, we, the waters might not necessarily be, um, the same. So we're, we're kind of working through all the details right now on, on all that. We can't wait to release that to you guys. Uh, hopefully it's a, 
hope it's an early Christmas present um, that everybody can look forward to. And we'll get, you know, a little bit of a pay structure out there and, and some some tournament um, boundaries and waters and all that stuff. Hey, let me let me ask you this. Can I try to squeeze one more hint out of you? Man, I was... Is, uh, is, let, me, let me ask you, is, is the host city a place that you can maybe bring your family with uh, to hang out while you're fishing this thing? Yeah, I would say I would say it would be. I mean, you know, that's something we're always going to be looking to do, and that's something that we want to do more this year is kind of open it up to more people. So um, it's going to be something that we're going to try to have, you know, some sponsor booths there, um, a little bit of a, of a get-together, a gathering. Um, and, and we definitely love to see the, the family of the anglers come and, uh, be a part of it. And, uh, you know, I'd say there's plenty to do in this city that would, would be exciting, um, for anybody. People still throwing out guesses. Jim trying to throw shade on hot springs, throwing it in there again. <laughs> David Cruz don't know where Texas is. I don't think he, <laughs> he's, he's wanting to get in on Sam Rayburn. Now, pe- people need to people. You gotta be careful, you know, because uh, you know some of us have just been following bass for like a minute, but like they've been running Bassmaster Classics for for many years, right. uh, and some of those lakes back in the day might surprise some folks. So, um, so you know, we'll see. We'll get it out there. My dad ran into Jimmy Houston on Nickajack. <laughs> if that tells you anything, <laughs> that was on purpose. All right, you fellas got anything else? I don't see any more uh, anything else coming from the crowd other than guesses on where the TOC is going to be. <laughs> Jim Clark and and Corey Dreyer slapping back and forth at each other has been pretty entertaining. Yeah, that's been that's, that's, that's worth a read, AJ. After this, get back in the in the thing if you can't sleep and read some of that. Oh, well, I appreciate it, AJ. Thank you for coming on, and you know, again, thanks for everything y'all have done this year and what you're doing for the anglers. It looks great. And, can't wait to get out and hit the hit the road and try to qualify for the TLC again. Man, yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys once again for giving uh, us a platform to talk about this and get it out there in front of more anglers. Um, and a big shout out to all the anglers that you know participated in year one and then everybody that wants to get back in in year two. And hopefully we see some new faces. We want to grow this thing. We want to see these numbers come up a little bit. Um, as our numbers come up, our payouts go up, and then the TOC payout goes up as well. Um, so, you know, we're, we're looking at where anglers are traveling in from. Uh, we're looking at all that stuff and, and trying to figure out where we, where we can go in 2021. Already building a schedule, already got a confirmed uh, couple locations for 2021. So we are, we are building. We are trying to do this thing the right way and, uh, you know, continue to give you all that support us an amazing platform to compete at the highest level in kayak fishing. Hey, real quick, Katie Baca said that uh, fill the ce- hashtag fill the cesspool should be a thing at some of these events for charity. I don't know. How would we do yes. that? How would we, we would pull that off, but I don't know. That's side pot. Let's do a side, side pot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm All down. Right. All right, AJ. Hey, we appreciate you, man. Uh, and once again, thanks for, thanks for taking the time and for what you guys are doing. And we'll be sitting tight waiting on that TOC location. Real quick, though, real quick, I got two questions for you guys. So, Ryan, what's the first uh, what's the first boss event that you're going to show up to? Seminole, baby. I'm ready. All right. To all right. All right. Jeff, what about you, man? I'm going to be on Fort. You know that. All right. All right. So I get to see you both in February. I'm looking forward to it. Always a pleasure to see you guys and uh, uh, can't wait to get this thing kicked off. It's going to be here before we know it. 
registration for those first three events will be open uh, by this weekend on Tourney X. Let's get in there. Let's let's fill these things up. Let's have a grand time this year. It's going to be a blast. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Take it easy. Good night. Good night, everybody. Right, yeah. Thank you all.